Welcome to Recognize Your Truth. I am your host, Lisa Williams. This is the podcast that brings you motivation and inspiration to act, think, and speak in ways that make a positive impact on your life. You are listening to episode number 62. Before I start my interview with Belinda Aramity, I just want to say that I am sending you lots of love, lots of prayers, and lots of blessings. And if you need a 30-minute mindset coaching call, I'm offering complimentary calls. And you could just email me at lisa at recognizeyourtruth.com. And I hope y'all are staying safe and happy and well. Hey everyone, thanks so much for joining me on another edition of Recognize Your Truth. I am hosting Belinda Amherdy. Am I saying it right? Aramity. Aramity. So sorry. That's okay. I love that, you know, this is real and I'm going to mispronounce people's names. Um, She is a LinkedIn personal branding and sales strategist. And we're going to talk a little bit about utilizing LinkedIn and social selling and leveraging LinkedIn to gain, you know, market, um, to, to move yourself forward in the marketplace, right? <laughs> exactly. It's a powerful tool when used correctly, right? So thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. I feel so, I feel so special. Um, um, And you know, first of all, I want to say we've tried to connect and get you on a couple of times and I'm so excited that you're, that we are finally joining me because I see you on LinkedIn. You know, I'm on LinkedIn, you're on LinkedIn. And I think that connecting and just getting to know people is so important. And so I'm so excited that you're here to join me today. Me too. It's as real as like a, you know, a a virtual, you know, experience can be, but it's nice because it is, you know, it it just expands that the LinkedIn experience into the outer world. Yeah. Um, so it's putting a face, you know, in real life person with who you see, you know, posting all the time. Exactly. You guys can't see me, but I'm like moving my hands. <laughs> right. Like I'm real. I'm not an AI bot. Yay. Um, okay. So let's dive in and let's just kind of break down LinkedIn because I think, you know, people have used Facebook and Instagram and YouTube for a long time. And just me, my personal experience with LinkedIn, I always thought of it as a place to host your resume and your work experience. And really, I've never done anything else. And then what happened was I was out of a job last year. And so I got on LinkedIn to start looking for a job. And I was like, wow, there's a whole new world out here that I have not even tapped into. And in the meantime, while I was looking for a job, I launched my podcast. And that's kind of how I started getting connected with all these strategists and all these coaches and personal development, business development, all these people on LinkedIn. And so I don't really think it's as well known. I think it's like a little hidden gem um, Mm -hmm. in the social media world. So I'm just going to let you speak to that. Totally. Well, you and I share like the exact same path. I mean, I signed up for LinkedIn because a job told me I needed to. And then when I left that job, I left LinkedIn. I was like, (laughs) well, I don't need this anymore. And then I needed a job. And so like we, we have like a mirror experience. Um, I think that 
the reason why LinkedIn really is so hidden is if you compare it to other social media platforms. So let's say Instagram, for instance, Instagram has as many monthly active users as LinkedIn has like as a whole, Right. (laughs) like whether people are monthly active users or not. So there is a lot more action going on in terms of like, from like a global perspective than, um, you know, off of LinkedIn than is on LinkedIn. So I think that's why a lot of people, they, it's still, people are learning kind of the new LinkedIn and how LinkedIn now operates as, as a platform. I think it's, and people really affectionately call it like that. It's like the professional place for Facebook for you to share your professional triumphs, the things that are going on at work, because your friends and family may not be interested in this really cool, you know, you know, augmented reality thing that you and your team have been working on, but you can have a tribe of people on LinkedIn that are so excited and they're doing the same thing and they're celebrating with you. And so it allows you to really, um, massage a part of your, of who you are online that people really haven't been able to do up until this point. Uh, I agree. And you know, the other thing, Belinda, that I had found on LinkedIn is, you know, Facebook seems kind of spammy (laughs) to me (laughs) and everybody is trying to sell the latest, greatest makeup or hair products or nails or whatever it is. And don't get me wrong. I appreciate and value every single person and you should have a platform and try to sell your and market yourself or your products wherever you are. But what I found being on LinkedIn is the professionalism and the willingness for people to actually engage and reach out and learn a little bit more about you. Did you find that as well? I did too. I think because I came onto the platform looking for a job and also like I was after maternity leave. So it was really this great ramp up for me to kind of come from, you know, being at home full time with a baby to going back into work. And, um, you know, LinkedIn, as much as it's about networking, it is, it is such a valuable professional development tool where you can really grow and learn. And I think when you pair the, the the growing and learning aspect with letting people know that you can actually add value beyond your posts to their business. Like that's where the magic really happens. Um, right. So yeah, it's just this, this, this thriving community. So how did you start gaining followers and start gain, you know, engaging and, and having people engage with you? How did that magic start happening? If you want to like speak to some tips and tricks on, on how to get that going. Yeah. So really, as I had mentioned before, I, when I came back, when I was looking for a job, I was really trying to also make a shift in my career. I knew I wanted to get into digital marketing. I thought that was really interesting, but obviously I'd spent 10 years as an account executive. So kind of, you know, sales and marketing are already diametrically opposed right, right. reasons beyond my understanding. <laughs> um, so I went on to LinkedIn as a way to show that I knew to like really be a part of conversation. Once I realized that it was more than just somewhere for me to put my online resume up. So I started seeing that people were were commenting and having these discussions. And so I would join these discussions as a way to be a part of them, but also to show that I had something to to say something of value to add to, you know, conversations around digital marketing. And um, so that was really like my intention and my goal of, um, 
of commenting was to get the attention of hiring managers. And mm-hmm. then it really just evolved from there where I started sharing content. I think it was Quentin Alums. He's the reason why I put out my first video on LinkedIn. He just, I was a big fan of his content. He's like, Belinda, put out video. And I'm just like, are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> and I put out my first video. I think it was seen like 30,000 times in like 48 hours. And I like died. <laughs> I was like, wow. what is going on? That's awesome. Yeah. And it was great. Cause even, even like got me leads for work. Like people like, Oh, I've got a friend who works here. Or it was, it was like so unexpected. And so, um, you know, that's when I really saw the heart and soul of the platform. Uh-huh. And, um, and then once I got into work, I thought, okay, well, if I could get the attention of people to get a job, what if I tried to do it to get the attention of the people I want to do business with? Of and, course. You know, then it really manifests into the whole provide value, teach people things, you know, have them, you know, look forward and get to know you beyond just the, you know, sliding into the DM say, Hey, do you have 20 minutes for a phone call next week? It's like, no, I don't know you. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because once you're out there adding value and engaging, people are getting to know you because like you said, you're putting out content that, you know, Hey, this is what I know. Like, let me speak to this. So it's showing you as the expert in that industry. And then people are relying on you to, to continue that conversation and show them that. Exactly. Yeah. I love that. Um, Okay. So tell me a little bit, like some of the things that you walk your clients through on personal branding and strategy, you know, on, on as far as, you know, what you, what you deliver to them. So I always start with what I call the, um, you know, building out the client brief, but it, I look at it in two ways. So I look at it, okay, let's understand who your ideal client is. Who are you trying to get the attention of? But then I also focus on, okay, what, what's in it for you? Like, what are you, what do you really want to get out of having an amplified presence on LinkedIn? Are you looking for speaking engagements? Are you looking for new clients? Are you trying to position yourself as a thought leader? Um, like as, as much as I always tell people that you should be providing value for your audience, there needs to be something intrinsically for it in it for you too, right? Sure. Where um, it's kind of that give and take the yin and yang and balanced approach, right? So I always start with, okay, who are you speaking to and how does your experience and credibility or how does your experience, how can it lend to the credibility so that your target person is going to read, you know, and listen to the stories that you share in a really impactful way um, that is going to resonate with them. And again, position you as a credible expert in your industry and in your field. And then we start going into kind of the nitty gritty of how do we optimize your profile? How do we create content that again is going to speak to that person? And then, you know, the algorithm and all the fun, all the fun things associated with that. Um, And then where my sales, where my sales side comes in is really that direct message strategy. So I think that a lot of times, And I know that I fell into this trap too, where you rely on the content to really draw in all those inbound leads and that can happen. But in order to have predictable income, there is the, an element of outbound strategy to at least start forming those relationships. And, um, I always use the example of, you know, if Apple and the biggest, you know, fortune 500 companies have outbound sales reps, you better believe that there is value to outbound. (laughs) Like everybody knows Apple, everybody knows Nike, but they still have a sales force. Right. Right. So, um, you know, it's a great indicator that 
having that balanced approach is how you have the predictability in your revenue and not just hoping that somebody is going to remember you when it comes time to buy. I always say that um, social selling, digital marketing does not live in a silo. So mm-hmm. if, if, and I use these catchy terms, which are super <laughs> you know, trendy right now, but um, you know, if you're not, if you're not putting out content, if you're not doing emails, if you're not engaging, if you're not um, calling and making outbound calls or reaching out outbound, I mean, there, it's, there's just this whole, you know, cog and wheel kind of thing that has to happen for social selling. And I think that's what's so unique about LinkedIn or just all social platforms in general is in the past, you know, you put something out on radio or a billboard or television and, you know, that that's kind of how you generated leads or you made cold calls. Yeah. And I think it's really difficult for customers. And I'm going to let you speak to this too, for, for, for any business to really understand the dynamic of all the things that you have to do to keep those wheels turning. So maybe I'll just let you kind of give me your expertise on that. I I absolutely agree. I think that it really all boils down to there's so much static and noise, you know, that's like by the time you've, uh, you've digested one ad, there's another ad coming or there's another, you know, there's your, your son is texting you or your husband's reminding you that we need milk or, you know, the cleaner (laughs) can't get into the house because they can't find the key. Like there's just, we're constantly being bombarded with all these messages. So that I really like your cog and wheel example where there's just more cogs in there. Like it's, we are so blessed to be in a time with so much choice. There's email marketing, email automated, automated marketing, there's social media, a plethora of social media platforms. But with that means that the, that the process becomes a little bit more complicated and um, you know, similar to, I always use the cake example. It's kind of like you've got all the ingredients now in order for flour, milk, eggs and sugar to turn into something that's edible, you've got to put it together in a way, you know, in a very specific way um, in order for it to turn into a cake. The ingredients alone, email alone, isn't going to make the sale. Outreach outbound alone isn't going to make this all all together. So um, I just think that when when you apply all of these elements in a strategic way and in a very thoughtful way, that's when they become you know, valuable. And is that something that you work with your clients on is, is putting together um, all the different strategies and um, so-called ingredients to make the, <laughs> the, the cake? Is that kind of something that you do with your, with your clients? It is, it is. So really the, the clients that really focus on helping are those who have years of experience, um, but they don't know how to, you know, kind of add the element of being on social into how it is that they um, present themselves because it's like I even google like if I have been I'm when I had to when I got the name of my dermatologist what did Uh I do I googled them because I wanted to see what was right there and so we do that with everything and so we often find and I kept hearing a lot of people say that you know I've got the experience but someone you know 15 years my junior is getting the opportunity and that's because they it's, it's kind of like kids. The the kid who screams the loudest is the first one to get right. 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 <laughs> um, so it's 
I, I teach people how to show up online in a way that highlights their expertise because they feel very comfortable about talking about their work and not so much about sharing, you know, their a cute picture of their dog. Right. Um <laughs> You know, but ultimately with with the results in mind, which is all of this is for a purpose, which is to drive inbound leads, but then also to make it warmer when you do that outbound outreach, oh, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I, I really enjoy your post. And it's like, okay, it's not like, you know, you're talking to a complete stranger. And so that's how it all really comes together and becomes something powerful. Um, I've noticed that just um, and like I said, I only started engaging on LinkedIn. It's probably been about maybe five or six months. And yeah. I've just loved the connections like you that I've been able to make through the platform where we might not ever meet in person, but I feel like I know you more from the content that you put out, from the videos that you share, from you know inbound messages that we share. So you know, when I'm thinking, oh, I need to hire X, Y, or Z, I'm going to go to the people that I've been engaging with um, quick first, you know, and that's where I'm going to go. Yeah. And that's, and so what has, what, what had happened was I, I'm like, okay, I, I was able to do it for myself and then I was able to help my clients. And so I started partnering with companies that were in like not so sexy industries because, uh-huh. you know, I'm on LinkedIn talking about social selling, like, oh, of course, like I'm going to be able <laughs> to get people to pay attention to what I'm saying. Right. Right. Um, but I partnered with, uh, for instance, like a logistics uh, company and, you know, in, in, in their increased LinkedIn presence, you know, it's, it, it, it made those connections a lot easier to have. Right. And so when people were interested, they were like, Oh, you know what? I know a logistics partner, you know, that we should be talking to and they get invited to these conversations or, you know, they're getting inbound, you know, messages that say, Hey, um, you know, I see that you do 3PL. This is, you know, what we're looking for. Can you help? And so that's been really gratifying that even in not, you know, industries that aren't what you would consider to be really popular on LinkedIn, like everyone really, a a lot of professionals are on LinkedIn. They're paying attention. Mm -hmm. um, And, you know, if you keep showing up consistently and and providing that value, um, it does turn into business leads, which is ultimately what I focus on. And I think that's, you just said it, and that's the key for all social engagement is consistency. Um, Mm -hmm. And I found that out just for me personally, um, you know, they call it posting and ghosting. And I think, you know, a couple (laughs) years ago, that was my mojo is, hey, I'm putting it out there. Why am I not getting any traction? So yeah, I think that that's, you know, consistency is, is the key there. Yeah. And I think what's hard, I I would say like what I think is genuinely hard about social media is that it looks a lot easier than it is. Right. Like from the outside, it's like, Oh, it's so simple. Like just put out (laughs) a post a day, make sure you've got an email address, like, boom, I'm going to be a millionaire before the end of the week. (laughs) You get into it and you're like, okay, why is this not working for me? And then, you know, you, you realize that there is a method to the madness. Right. I wrote out my first like really long form sales page the other day. And I was like, I am never doing this again. I'm going <laughs> to do this for me. Like make all my money. <laughs> right. It's, you know, when you have the, it always looks easier and then, you know, you can never really imagine. So yeah, I value that. 
experts. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing your expertise with me and my audience. Um, how can we get a hold of you, Belinda? Well, you can find me on LinkedIn as Belinda <laughs> Aramdi. Um, and uh, you can actually find me on Instagram. I've, I've like now I'm, I'm trying to conquer multiple <laughs> platforms. Okay. So I'm on uh, Instagram at Belinda Laurie. And my website is actually BelindaLaurie.com. So if you want to learn a little bit more about me, my journey, um, I have some, you know, resources on there as well, then you can find me there. Awesome. And I will make sure to link all those up in the show notes. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate it. No problem. It's been great. Thanks again for joining me on another episode of Recognize Your Truth. I hope you're staying safe. I hope you're staying well. I hope you're staying in gratitude and I'm sending you love. The music is Genuine by Julio Ortiz. If you like what you hear, please share, rate, and review this podcast. It helps me keep up with the infamous algorithms in the podcast world.